Would anybody like to recap us on where we left off? Well, last time we left off, we all headed to the Oxford Library. Deckard made a deal with a vampire who helped him hide the 15 kegs of blood. Like I said, outside of character, I do not believe this is just a normal vampire, but inside of character, Decker totally believes this is a normal vampire. Nothing shady is going on, GM, but... <laughs> just a cool, normal thing. Nothing bad happens in London, I promise you. Totally not sus. Now, each character does have their own reasons why they did head to the Oxford Library. Deckard is headed there because he is supposed to be researching for this said vampire that he has made the proverbial deal with the devil with. Victoria, you're a student, so I suppose she's just doing student things. She's been reading through the various books that Ainsley, now that she remembers that it's Ainsley, he donated them to help with her study in the special collections, and a couple of them got ruined because Deckard was blind drunk when he came in and vomited on the table. So, just... And surprisingly, Gabriella, who's actually very good at her job, it, is that a pig flying in? What do you mean? But um, surprisingly, fuck you. Surprisingly, get the fuck out of here! No, this is Deckard's opinion. Okay, <laughs> surprisingly competent. Fuck you. Would Gabriella like a rebuttal? No, no, the the. the... But no, that that's Decker's opinion, I swear. No, I no, I understand. I understand the bit is very good, but it just the way it was phrased was fantastic. Especially is that a pig flying in the air? <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note, Gabriella is actually there on actually on business note. She's Is it for a detective that she's doing it that she's looking at that patient? It is for I assume like it wouldn't be local police because they they moved me to another town to do it. So I mean, I imagine it's it's a little bit more than local. Okay, I just wanted to make I just wanted to make yeah. sure I said the right right type because I because no, because was, wasn't it a pair that visited Gabriella? Yeah, it was two of them. I forgot their names yes. off the off the dome, but there were two detectives. One of them met me at Oxford actually. Yes, it was Detective Higgins and Young. Higgins. Higgins. So on a serious note, she she's actually next to Deckard Gabriella actually has her goal in sight. She knows she has a plan. Deckard just has been indulging in vices and he made a fool of himself at the library and made a terrible first impression to Victoria. Yeah, very not the best second first impression. <sighs> just just awful. <laughs> And then, of course, he had to remember them. And it's, and then all three of us were reunited. And then we all remembered. And it was a heck of a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last thing I remember is the lights going out and then some kind of monstrous dog. Yeah, there was a monster. Oh, and the young lady that. that was the li- that was our that was working the library. Something bad happened to her. Yeah. Katie gave Victoria the key so she could stay a little longer and then just kind of lock up after herself when she was done and we were going to stay and talk and keep researching and we heard a scream and we ran out and saw Katie on the floor crawling towards the door and a creepy demon dog coming towards her and Gabriella thought well 
at least Ian found it very funny that one uh, Victoria immediately grabbed her knife out of her boot. Deckard pulled his gun out and we uh. ran. Oh, like, and me with my unarmed character going, I didn't get this memo. Still probably a better shot than Deckard. <laughs> exactly. Mathematically, I have to. <laughs> Just throw a book, you'll still be more, more used than Deckard. Make sure you get the book from outside of special collections, please. I'm really tired of people messing up my books before I can finish reading them. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin any of the nice books. I would feel very bad. Throw a math textbook at him. As you all know, we are now dealing with a dog-ish, like, creature. As you look at this creature, it seems to have this almost purple skin with these glowing red-orange eyes. And you see these growths of fungus cascading along its arms and its body. Its mouth is quite fetid. It doesn't look like it has a lower jaw at this point, it's just upper teeth and that's about it and it's the skin seems to be covered in dirt and as as you all see this i need you all to roll me a sanity check i'm sorry you're about to lose all this empathy <sighs> cool good roll. zombie dog Woo. hey Oof. oh classic okay i'm fine immediate loss of sanity let's go immediate loss Alright. Victoria has like a single minded focus of protect Katie and get out of here. We don't have to fight this thing. We just need to get out because, you know. As you all see this, Victoria, you, you're driven by compassion to save your friend. And even though this hideous being is absolutely terrifying to you. She can freak out about it later. Yeah, you, you're more than welcome to freak out about it once uh, all of this is over. But you really want to save Katie right now. And the rest of you, though, without this motivation, just freeze up and are terrified. Deckard, you drop your gun to the ground and it goes off. It actually hits. <laughs> are you telling me Deckard finally hit something and it was on accident? absolutely ruinous I, I just have to say this that as Deckard freezes he just has his arms in the air and he goes I finally did something I didn't say what, what it hit though oh no oh, I, I get shot the bullets are are following the will of Deckard <laughs> <laughs> no you see you see this bullet just go straight up into the air oh and Deckard what type of handgun is it is it a revolver or is it like a um 1911. It is actually a 1911. I'm glad you just said that. Awesome. So that one is going to be 1d8 damage. Oh no. But what is it? 1d8 damage? A2. <laughs> you see, as the gun goes off and you see the bullet go straight up into the air, you see the chandelier that was hanging over the front desk and hanging over you all as the chain has been shot. Wow. And you see it just come tumbling down on top of where you are. I need you all to roll me a dexterity check. Oh no, is it gonna hit Katie too? It's gonna hit a lot of things. Ah. No, Katie is Katie's out of the way. Okay. Oh, go oh god damn it! Why am I reenacting first class trouble? Oof. <laughs> yes! Why of all times is Deckard somehow Classic. dexterous? 
Deckard, as you see this, you're at this point just kind of used to your mishaps with this gun, and you just, alright, <laughs> you just walk out of the way, <laughs> whereas the others are a little bit shocked by the sound, and the chandelier comes crashing down. Ouch. Ow. Watch what you're doing with that thing. Each of you takes four damage and are pinned to the ground. Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh, no. You're not impaled. You're just knocked down to the ground. Ow. You'll be able to climb out on your turns. Never thought I'd be taking chandelier damage. Could Deckard actually try to help them get up? As you decide you want to help them, we start going into turn order. Oh, no. And I already reviewed each of your character sheets, so it is going to be Victoria first. Am I close enough to be able to hit the dog? Or do I need to get out from underneath the chandelier first? You'll need to get out from under the chandelier first. Cool. I'm going to get out from underneath the chandelier. What do I need to roll? Go ahead and roll me a strength check. Okay. Not quite. Would you like to perhaps push the roll? You know what? Victoria's risk taker, so I'm going to be a risk taker too. Let's go for it. Ouch. Tell me how you do it with that 71 in mind. So I think she tries to readjust her grip because she's accidentally been like pinned under things before. So she tries to readjust her grip and it doesn't quite work because she can't... Being trapped under a chandelier is a little bit different than being trapped underneath, say, a dresser. <laughs> it doesn't quite work like, it, like she thinks it will. Okay. So as this um, chandelier just drops from your hand, you take one more damage. And you are still prone on the ground, and the turn moves on. Next up is going to be the creature. There's uh. some very unladylike swearing going on from Victoria. Watch your mouth, young lady. I would assume so. You can stop it, old man. You see the dog look at Deckard. Oh. <laughs> okay, good, good. Actually, this is good. Good, good. And you see it just kind of get down on all fours and it charges at Deckard. And delivers an attack with its claws. Good. Come on, big boy. So, it hits you. Okay. So, that's going to deal 10 damage to you. <laughs> Bye, Deckard. <gasps> it takes Deckard down to one? Mm-hmm. Deckard, as you take this attack, I need you to roll me a strength throw. Can we just be screaming in the background for help? <laughs> that is a horrible failure. Alright, you get knocked down to the ground as you are bleeding profusely. Oh, jeez. You have some organs that have been absolutely mangled. Your skin has been ripped and rended. Your shirt has kind of just absolutely been torn to pieces at this point. Uh. On the next turn, I'm going to make you roll a constitution check to make sure that you can perhaps stop the bleeding and not bleed out. Uh. It's going great. It's going great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great, guys. We're Man, kicking I, its I'm ass. I'm loving that in Call of Cthulhu, I am constantly fucking up. Like, there's no... There's no escape. I have a backup character that's fun. It's fine. Next up, 
Uh, Gabriella. Yes. What would you like to do? Oh god, okay, so this is a huge mess, and mm -hmm. I don't have any weapons on me. You see Deckard's gun is next to you. I mean, statistically, I can only do better, <laughs> so... I pick up the gun with a very dainty hand, just like I'm not used to weapons, I don't use them very often. <laughs> and I look it over and I look at Deckard, remembering now, now that our memories have been returned to us, all of the times that Deckard has absolutely beefed it in terms of successful gun toting, and I'm going to aim at the Nightmare Dog. Alright. And it's a handgun, right? Yes, it is a handgun. <laughs> Are yes! you fucking serious? Oh yeah, Gabriella lowers the lowers the gun, breathes in, and then as she breathes out, fires the shot. Alright. Gabriella's maybe had like a little bit of training in how to use one. Took a course. Oh yeah, well I mean she's had like not to like tell on her something clients, but she's had some fairly dangerous clients before. So she's held a gun before. So you see the creature turns to look at the two of you in the confines of this of the chandelier, and as you're kind of just laying there prone, you grab the gun and you fire. You see it try and dodge out of the way, but your aim predicted that, and you shoot it. Please roll a d8 for me. I'm just gonna say Deckard, just through his gargling, just goes, Are you fucking serious? Not hey. being as trained with firearms as some of our other characters in this um, instance, you whiffed it. And you see it just hit the skin but kind of bounced off. It grazed we're, we're it. trying our best. You didn't even graze it, it just kind of bounced off the skin. Oh, never mind. Well, that was a loud noise. Maybe somebody will come help who is better armed and can actually hit things. I fire the shot and I'm like kind of reverberating and I'm just like, okay, okay. Just used a gun. Interesting. I, I walk over to Deckard, keeping the monster in my sights, but like speed walking. But you need You're to get out from under the uh, oh, I'm chandelier. I'm still so trapped. Fooey, I thought somebody pulled it off of me. Um, in that case, it's cool that I took a shot from under a chandelier. Hell yeah. And you still hit it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, in that case, I'm going to try to yoink myself out of there. All right. So yeah, a little bit of a shaky movement after firing the gun. And I'm going to shimmy my way out, I guess. All right, as you get that extreme success, you push up and you kind of just move the chandelier with this brute strength that you didn't even know you had within you. And... You just move it off to the side, and Victoria, you also are free. Once again, Deckard is just, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. All right, all right, that's good. We did great. Good job, everybody. Next up, Deckard. All right, let me roll his constitution. Yay, hard success. Yay! Deckard Ooh. puts his guts back in. You put your hand on the wound as best as you can to kind of, like, stop the bleeding. You're still bleeding out, and I'm going to need you to make that roll again on the next turn. But, yeah. You managed to survive this round. You're keeping all the important stuff inside. Well, exactly. You know what? Can Deckard attempt to try some first aid on himself? I'll allow it, yeah. Alright. Woo! Hard success! Alright, with that hard success, you get your jacket. 
and you shimmy it off of you real quick and just put your hands back onto the wound trying to prevent the bleeding from getting too bad and you grab this jacket and you just wrap it around yourself and just pull tightly on it it hurts it hurts like nothing else but you do manage to stop the bleeding for now woohoo homemade tourniquet uh you can gain one hit point for that <laughs> now you have two you did it <sighs> alright next up back to the top Victoria so I'm out from underneath the chandelier Duggar just got wrecked by that creepy dog thing mm-hmm. is Katie still like crawling towards the door Katie has not moved at all oh. you just see this pool of blood where she is. Would I be able to possibly, like, check to see if the door's unlocked and check to see if she still has a pulse at the same time? Yeah. Go ahead and move over to her. You bump up against the door and it is unlocked. Go ahead and roll first aid on her. I need a hard success. Oh no. Oh no! You're unable to tell if she has a pulse. It feels like she's dead, though. Uh. She's cold. Ideal. Is that your turn? I don't want to go near that dock, so I think I'll like open the door. But there's no way we can fight this thing. Let's just get out of here. Gabriella, can you help me with Katie? I don't want to leave her here. I'm gonna start trying to sort of lift her up, cause even if she's dead, I'm not leaving her here with that thing. With the creepy zombie dog. All right. So next turn. You will try to just escape combat. You'll have to use your full action to do so. Well, she's also going to be trying to take Katie with her and make sure the others can get out, too. Yeah, I was going to say. So you're carrying her with you. Oh, wait, you're not because she's probably dead, maybe? We don't know on that med check. Yeah. Well, even if she's dead, I don't want to leave the body here with the zombie dog. That's true. It could do horrible things to her, like turn her into more zombies. Yeah, there's also the fact that I know I'm not a medical expert. <laughs> there's a oh, lot true. going on, so I'm you, probably aware uh, I could have messed that up. super injure your arm that one time, so... That never happened, though. Next up is the dog. And seeming to think that Gabriella is more of a threat than Deckard. <laughs> oh no, not, not like this. It charges at Gabriella. Would you like to dodge? I sure would love to. What's Bosco doing? Bosco is is hiding where he's supposed to be. He should that be is Bosco. Bosco is on the side. <laughs> uh, extreme. Oh my God, these rolls are amazing. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So this creature comes at you, and with a lunge, you see its claws just miss, mangling your face. <sighs> okay. Okay. It's very real. It's very in front of me. I don't like this. All right. Next up. As it does this, you see it lift its hand and it points to Katie. And you see this dark energy just start swarming around its hand. And you see these yellow flecks coming off the mushrooms on the creature and move to the hand and then, like a beam, straight to Katie. Can I do anything to get in the way of that or? No, it's not your turn. Victoria, as you're watching this beam hit Katie, you see it hit her, and she turns over, and you see that her body has been just completely 
eviscerated and just two claws went into her and pulled her open. And you start to see that start to reform and all the blood that's pulled around her starts to fill up into her. I don't like this! And you see her start to like raise up into the air until her feet are on the ground. And you start to see her arms and her legs start to convulse to move. And you, then you see her eyes glow this deep red and orange, just like the dog. Bad dog! Good, Do I know good, anything good. about what's going on here or no? Not at the moment. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Okay, also, I, that picture is horrifying. Yeah. Victoria's now having a very different reaction to what's going on with Katie. As you see this, most of you have just kind of assumed that she was dead or bleeding out. But as you see this magic at work just starting to reform her body and her just starting to shamble around, I need you all to roll a sanity check. Okay. That is a zombie. That Yay! Is a that's an extreme success for uh, Deckard. Us. Woo! <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I don't think we've all succeeded. <laughs> we've all had enough. <laughs> you see Katie reform into a zombie-like creature. Alrighty then. My audio cut out a bit. Um, how much did we lose if we succeed? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. Is... Zombies are more commonplace than. Whatever this is. I guess. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to believe you on that one. <laughs> you've heard more stories about zombies than you've heard stories about mushroom dog creature things. Fair, fair enough. And you see this creature move its almost bony hand towards it, as if it's telling the creature to come. If it's telling Katie to come. And you start to see her shamble in that direction. Katie, no! Alright. Next up, Gabriella. Alright. Yeah, no, that that's that's a bad thing. Are they close enough to me that they can snatch? Because I know like one of them like literally lunged at me. The, the big the big one. The creature would be right in front of you right now. Okay. Well, I have a gun. This is a power that I do not normally have. A gun. Jeez. I don't like this. I'm built for talking to people. Use the gun. Yeah. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Like, I just... Okay. Gabriella, just with more shock than anything else and, like, running off pure adrenaline, just takes the gun and just tries to fire off another shot, hopefully not wildly missing. Ugh. Okay. Would you like to just fire off as many shots as you can? Sure. Does that make a difference? Sort of. I mean, you're point blank at this point, so, like, <laughs> you're going to hit. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'll fire as many shots as I can. Okay, so you can fire three per turn. So go ahead and roll three D8. Oh, okay. Even if I... Oh, I guess because it doesn't matter. I'm right up on his face. I don't need to roll the hit. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Cool. 17. Whoa. All right. So... You fire this volley into the creature, and you see its body try to reform around the bullets, but you fire enough into it that the creature falls to the ground. No. 
It's on its last breath. Hunger. Hunger. And you hear it howl. Hmm. Great. And you start to feel a tremor in the ground. So great. Very cool and normal. And you start to see it trying to dig at the um, tiles on the ground, and it starts moving the tiles out of the way until you get to this concrete that it can't dig through. Oh, God. Oh, I don't like this. I really don't like this. And it gives up, and you see the glowing from its eyes and from the internals of its body fade out, and it dies. As Katie has gotten up to your back, and we're out of turn order at this point, you hear her about to, like, swipe your head when you hear, oh, what? What just happened? You're all right? As you no longer see the glowing eyes, but her own hazel eyes. Oh, and, and she's not a zombie? And her wounds are healed? Yes. That's oh. mm, that's pretty sus. Decker's just, this is, this is bullshit. I'm not entirely sure what happened, but I feel like you may know a bit more than you're letting on. Are you all right? I, I don't know. I one minute I was trying to leave and the next I'm here is the demon dog body still on the floor yes looks like that thing attacked you she looks around Gabriella and you see her oh my oh my god oh right we probably shouldn't show the lay folk the nightmare juice that's probably a bad thing we shouldn't do that she just lets out a scream again, and you can definitely tell at this point that that was her scream in the beginning. And Victoria's like the moment of, oh, yeah, that was not the best idea. She's gonna uh -huh. walk up and like very carefully put her hand on Katie's arm. Let's get you out of here, all right? I can lock up behind us. Are we? Are we just going to leave it there? I don't know any other way to dispose of it besides lead. And I just get very excited, and I. Give the gun back to Decker. Decker's gonna take his gun, but he's also gonna be like, I'll take the body. Research purposes. Decker, you can hardly stand at this point. Oh, yeah. Please roll me a, a um, strength check to stand. Oh, oh boy. I think we need to go to the hospital first. Yeah, let's do that. Would you like to push that roll? Oh, yes, I will. How are you gonna push this? Okay. So. Deckard is really pushing in himself. He's thinking of just all, all the bullshit he's gone through today. And then just how he got showed up by Gabriella. And he has to have at least one win today. At least one. You met a vampire. Let's hope that the spite is enough to get you through this. So go ahead and roll it again. The spite was not enough. He just falls to the ground <laughs> on his face. Not powerful enough. You try to get up again, and you try and grab onto a chair, and under your weight, the chair breaks. And oh. you fall, and you take one damage on the fall as you hit your head. I, I reach over and take the gun back. Maybe that was a mistake. I think we need to go to the hospital first, and we can figure out what to do with that thing later. Oh, hospitals! You see... Katie goes and runs to the phone and she grabs it and she dials um, the British equivalent of 911. Ah. 
and within the next couple minutes you have police and you have an ambulance come to take Deckard away. <laughs> oh, 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 for a minute I thought Deckard was getting arrested and I started <laughs> laughing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how we're going to explain this. The police take you in to the nearby police station to ask you questions and okay. you get the feeling that no one really wants to discuss um, the dog. That's fine. I think Victoria's probably going to try and describe it like, it was like a rabbit, a dog or something. I'm not entirely sure what was going on. It was, you know, you know when things represent something outside of themselves. I'm sure there was some hidden meaning behind the nightmare I just had to fire bullets into, but I can't figure those out right now, so... <laughs> I'm not okay. They'll question you each individually at the station, but Deckard, you get gurneyed out to an ambulance, and then you head off to the hospital. I demand ice cream! Before they arrive, can we just establish quietly between ourselves, we're not gonna mention the zombie Katie bit? Yeah, no, that's fine. I really don't want people chasing her down. We can deal with that. Not with the police. Deckard's unconscious during this conversation. God, Deckard really wanted some of that dog blood. Ew. For what? He could have made a weapon with it. For what? A weapon. A weapon. A weapon. What does that mean? You'll find out. I don't like that. I, do, I like that less. <laughs> I really don't like that. I, like I, that I believe that we all like that less. Yeah, that, was, that was actually the worst thing. <laughs> Anyways, so you get to the police station and they rush you through questioning. They're more praising you as heroes for killing a rabid dog that, that has managed to get itself into the library than they are questioning you on why Deckard got mauled or was it foul play that he got mauled. He just got too close and he's, he's a frail old man. You must understand he's a frail old man. He's had a really hard day, you know? You, you say this as Deckard is flirting with the nurses. <laughs> Precious. One of them reminds you that you are in um, a bad condition and that she does control your life at the moment. <laughs> he just gives her the eyebrows like, eyebrow, eyebrow. You can control my <laughs> life anytime and she just like hits the button. Exactly. Deckard flirts with danger once more. She looks at you just, I see you like flirting with death. I... Don't recommend it, especially in the hospital. And she walks out. And <laughs> you get a male doctor the rest of the night. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, Decker's just... Oh, damn it. This is our adopted old man. He's our menace to society. No one else. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, Victoria, they take you into questioning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm not Victoria. Good job, Brain. <laughs> <laughs> you you go through this existential crisis of uh, Gabriella. You, I, I you go through this crisis <laughs> of real sanity again. Am I Victoria? No, no, no. Was I ever Gabriella? Am I my own person? Oh my god! Is... <laughs> what if I'm just a person being Victoria played by another is my person? shadow self? I have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I would rather you not. That's gonna be one of my brain breaks when when it happens. It's just I'm gonna think one of the party members is my shadow self. 
It's gonna be you have to you have to kill your double. I don't make the rules. Seems legit. Miss uh Victoria McLean? McGuire. McGuire, oh yes, I always forget the I always forget the Irish names. What can you tell me happens tonight? I was just researching something and I heard Katie give a mighty awful scream when we saw that dog, it looked like it was attacking her and he ended it off and Gabrielle was able to put it down. Interesting. Very scary. And so the property damage with the uh, chandelier, was that you all, or was that the dog? Did Victoria see the bullet <laughs> that hit the chandelier, or did she just see the chandelier fall? You would have seen the bullet. You heard the bullet, you know a bullet knocked down the chandelier. But after that, you were just pinned underneath of it. I, I think when the old man tried to fire on the dog, it went haywire or something, or... Perhaps he dropped his gun and it misfired. And was there anyone else in the library who could have let that dog in? Not that I'm aware of, but I was a bit wrapped up in my studies earlier, so I don't know for sure. Good to know. We'll be investigating further. Can I get a good location to find you at? Place of living? Certainly, and she gives the address for her apartment. Well, her, her apartment building. We'll have an ambulance take you and your friends to the hospital after we finish questioning them. Your wounds um, don't seem as dire as... What was his name? Lazarus? Yes, uh, Deckard. Alright. I was lucky, I just got pinned under the chandeliers, so my hands are all messed up. Well, that's going to make typing right off the pain in the butt. Okay. Anyways, have have a nice evening, Miss McGuire. Thank you. As Victoria is escorted out, she aves for Katie to go in, giving Gabriella and Victoria some time to talk. Okay. So what? How could I have been grabbed by a nightmare monster and also here, as if it didn't happen? Are we going to figure that one out, or do we want to save that one for later once we figure out what the dog thing is? I say we'll address that for later once we're all together in a bit of a better state. The police are under the impression that the dog was just rabbit, so... I didn't have a better explanation. Yeah, I really don't, don't care to or know how to explain uh, that it looks like a nightmare and sounds like one too. Yeah, we can figure that one out later. All right, I just wanted to check. Oh, God. Okay, just take deep breaths. All right. Yeah, just keep breathing. Yes. But I haven't fired a gun before. That was relatively new. You did a pretty good job of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what a gun is. I've just never taken it and, you know, done that. So that's... I'm glad that we're not dead. How about that? I can agree to that. Also, would mind getting a drink once this is all done, but I think hospital first. Oh, right, right. Get all our injuries sorted out. As her arms are just bleeding and her hands are bleeding yeah. and it's just... <laughs> yeah. It... Yeah. It's been a rough kind of day. <laughs> we were given, like, some basic bandages to at least stop the bleeding, right? 
yes, they treated you at the scene before they took you back. So you're not bleeding out or anything. You're just kind of bumped in scrapes. Gotta make sure we're not like actively dying super hard. Yeah, you're <laughs> fine. Yeah. You want after you get out of the hospital, we could go over to my apartment and talk talk things over. Oh, you live around here? I have hotel accommodations. I'm here to speak with them. That might actually be closer than my apartment. Oh, well, then we can go to my hotel on the detective's dime. Sounds wonderful. You could also possibly get room service. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's fine, too. If they're going to waste money, they might as well waste it on me. I like the way you think. At this, Katie comes out and looks to Gabriella. Uh, he's ready for you now. Oh, sure. Which gives Victoria and Katie some time to talk. Yeah, Victoria will offer before Gabriella is. If you want, I can keep an eye on Bosco for you out here. And does the kind of glance to Katie and the she she might need to pet a dog. Deckard's bleeding from his from his room. Bosco! Bosco! <laughs> oh, to pet a dog in my time of need. As the scene shifts to Deckard, you see him just like in bed being held down by a couple of the um, doctors and nurses. It's just like, Mr. Lazarus, you need to get yourself under control. Your, your wounds might open again. Bosco! I need my little furry bullet. Back to Katie and Victoria, though. So, what happened? I'm not entirely sure. What I do know is you were attacked by something that resembled a dog, and we were able to save you, and it's a bit of a long story, but planning on going back to Gabriella's got a hotel room around here to walk things over, if you'd care to join us. Uh... Yeah, I'd like to learn more about what happened. I Just everything went black, and then I was standing behind Gabriella, about to hit her. I don't remember doing that, though, and I don't know why I would ever hit someone like her. Or, I mean, I would understand if it was the old man, but not Gabriella. Victoria is just kind of nodding along, like, yeah, I, I wanted to punch him, too. Is is he okay? I believe they took him to the hospital. He was pretty badly injured. That dog got him real good. I believe he'll be alright. Okay. Maybe we can go see him in the morning. Perhaps. We got to go check on him. He's got some knowledge on some topics that I'm not overly familiar with, so he may know something. Also good to make sure he's not dead. Absolutely. And Robert in his face that Gabriella could fire his gun better than he could. I take it that they are not friends. Friends may be a strong word for it. They don't get along overly well, but I believe they trust each other when push comes to shove. Interesting. It's been a bit of a long day. Have you ever seen... there ever been any... Rumors of strange creatures in the library, or...? I mean, strange creatures are commonplace in folktales and other 
novels such as like mystery or horror, but I've never heard anything practical about them other than tales from, I don't know, just like old times, perhaps like Celtic lore or any other lore from civilizations long past gone. Likewise. Was there anyone else in the building? I'm trying to figure out how that thing got in. I mean, the only people who are supposed to be in the building at that time are the janitors, and they just clean. But I don't think that they were due in until much later. Interesting. Well, maybe someone left a door propped open and it got in that way. I don't know. I did a check of the library before I headed out. I would have thought I would notice something like that, but maybe I forgot. <laughs> it's been a rather strange night. Take it easy, you've experienced quite a shock. Yeah, I guess it would have been made easier if that jerkwad of a detective would have been at least been a little bit more nice. What do you mean? I don't know, just the tone that he had. He seemed more perturbed that he was having to work than anything. That's annoying. Can't stand people like that. They did respond rather quickly though, so that was good. Yeah, it was nice that they showed up. But, anyways... Did he ask you any strange questions, or...? Just occupation, what I was doing, why I didn't have any wounds if I had been attacked by it, stuff like that, and I couldn't answer, honestly. Hopefully he doesn't think that I let it in. Well, if he tries to pull anything, I'll vouch for you. I know you would never. I know I would never, too, but I also know that I would never hit I would never hit your friend like that, and much less anybody for that matter. Maybe you bumped your head when you fell. Might have been a bit disorientated. How did I look when you found me? You weren't moving. I couldn't quite tell what state you were in. I was a little distracted by the dog. Understandable. She's intentionally avoiding certain topics until we're in a little bit more of a private situation. Gotcha, and you see like a couple officers go by and they don't seem to be paying attention, but they are like watching you guys. You, Your party is the only one that's at the police station tonight. Yeah. So as you guys continue just chatting amongst yourselves, she invites you to go get drinks after this is all said and done. But you see a clerical man walk past you and into the investigation room. Oh. Pop my head in before I leave to see if I can catch him before he exits my field of view. He walks into the room that you are being questioned in. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that kind of solves that problem for me. Do I recognize this clerical man? You do not. Oh, okay. It's not Father Blackwell. He looks at the detective and, Detective, you're no longer needed here. What do you mean I'm not needed here? This is my investigation. You are not needed here. And you see him like flip out like a um, badge of sorts. And what? Who is this guy? The investigator begrudgingly leaves and he slams the door behind him. Victoria leans over to Katie. I wonder what's going on in there. Interesting. As you are alone with him, 
Gabriella. Yes. You see him rip off this plastic that was covering his face. Huh? You see your friend, Father Blackwell. Oh, nice. You made it. Don't scare me like that. You made him seem like it, it, it was like a monster man underneath. I was really worried. We just hear screaming from the inside. I was like, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's me screaming about Monster Mash. What? What is all this? You're not an agent, are you? Of sorts. What do you mean? This was about that secret you were going to tell me, and this is why you went missing. Yes, I was called away by my agency to um, investigate something here. We came into contact with that what we call Bassy Dog that um, you saw. Um, right. Yeah, that thing. Cool. Yeah, what the hell? Pardon my- you know what? No. You can deal with it. I said hell. What is the- <laughs> what is- what is happening? What- I lived a life that I didn't live, and now I'm here, and stuff is very confusing. Not the least of which being the issue that I was just attacked by some sort of demon dog. And, uh, it made people turn into corpses that could attack me. But she's alive, I guess, so maybe she's not a corpse. Can we hear any of this outside of the door? I'm in the room, right? Yeah. It's a soundproof room. Yeah, no, I, I fully I fully trust this man. There's a lot to explain. Oh, you think? This is the point where I need to ask you a very important question. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go back to your normal life or would you like to continue I, I don't think I have a choice I'm wrapped up in this as much as anybody else you do have a choice it's how you forgot about what happened at the manor is that so you never told him anything about the manor did you I mentioned that I lived a life I didn't live but oh, I told him about the dream but I don't know if I went into full detail you did not go into full detail uh-oh. Oh. How did you know about the manor? Because I was the one who sent you to the manor in the first place, thinking that it was harmless. I got a letter. Did you send the letter? No. Amesley was a contact of mine uh, many years ago, and he said that he was having issues and dreams, and so... Is that all he had? Issues? <laughs> I went to the house and... That was not all he had. Hmm, yes. Beyond being a corpse and being a monster, he certainly did know how to decorate. It seems that you keep getting pulled together, you and these other characters that you are traveling with. Right. I seem to remember one of them really disliking me. I can't imagine why. I can't either. He seems like a very dislikable person. I know. But this is where you get to decide whether or not you want to continue on this path, or if you'd rather just go back to London and continue working your 9 to 5. <sighs> well, maybe if you'd asked me a week ago, I would have said, yeah, sure, sign me up for normal. But I just found out monsters are real, which means that a lot of the things that are supposed to be collectively unconscious are very much conscious. And I don't know if that's the safest thing in the world. So, yes, um, I'm interested in continuing this. Okay. Well, 
I should probably tell you about Basidioka. You have been listening to Beyond the Crumbling Veil, a Call of Cthulhu 7e actual play podcast by Styx Helix Productions, part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser or wherever you're listening, because it helps people find us and we appreciate it so much. Beyond the Crumbling Veil is DM'd by John Foman of Stakes Helix Productions. Deckard Lazarus is played by Brian from Dungeons and Pop. Gabriella Slaughter is played by Ian, who you can find in actual plays near you, and is at Ian Caliente on Twitter. And Victoria McGuire is played by Brianna Jean, who you can find at Brianna Jeans on Twitter.